0: Level Sync, a Final Fantasy XI podcast with your hosts DA Soccer, Caladrius, Lost Time Lord, and Quetch. Hello everyone
1: and welcome to Level Sync, a Final Fantasy XI Horizon podcast. Today we're going to be going over some recent patches that occurred as well as changes to the relics. But first, let me introduce my fellow hosts. We have the altruistic hero Link of Final Fantasy Eleven D.A. Soccer. What's up, what's up? <laughs> also, we have the badass protagonist, Clive Rosefield of Final Fantasy Eleven Icy Caladries. What's up? And lastly, Jesus the, the wise and ever-present Deckard Kane of Final Fantasy Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Over here, LTL, Lost Time Lord. How you doing, LTL?
0: Stay a while and listen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. it's It's been, like, a side note from Final Fantasy stuff is it's been a crazy year for gaming.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, Diablo just came out, and that's been sucking away my life. Like, it's such a good game. And just before that, I beat uh, Jedi Survivor, mm. the new Jedi game. Oh, oh I won't spoil anything because it's so good. <laughs> But it's so good! Oh my god, I loved it. It was so good. Yeah,
1: and until just this evening, I had no idea the name of the lead for Final Fantasy sixteen was Clive Rosefield. So,
0: <laughs>
1: anybody play the demo yet for FF FF16? No,
0: we've got it downloaded, though. You can carry over save data from the demo yeah. to the full game. Wow. Yeah, really? mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't have a PS5 yet, but I got my eyes on it. Just Diablo for me. Yeah, you too. Yeah, been tearing it up. Same. I've been playing Diablo. All three of you guys? What the heck? Yeah.
0: What up, Quetch? <laughs> <laughs>
1: my my IRL friend group is all playing it. Um, my entire Limbus Static practically is all playing it. Um, yeah, we've had a couple of like Linkshell members that are just ghosted that we're pretty sure are playing Diablo Four. So.
0: <laughs> Come play Diablo, Quetch. <laughs> I do enjoy Diablo. <laughs> it's a good one it's a good one that's enjoyable
1: so uh yeah horizon uh how how, how's everybody so we haven't actually had a talk about how like what we've been up to since before uh our last episode with uh the awesome Funkworks, and uh you know just wanted to see what you guys have been up to you know what 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 you've been doing in good old horizon um how about i throw it to d.a
2: I, I got a list man it's been okay. it's been a little bit of time i got a list number one 71 warrior i am officially Damn. 71 i am four away from cap <laughs> exactly and once i hit 71 par- all party invites stopped so uh, that's mm. been a wonderful time for me to jump on a little like we said d4 um but i am so close at 75 but kind of backtracking just a hair i did beat matt i went one for one. Um, I made, I got a video of it because I fully suspected to lose. I was level 66 when I went in and I'm doing the Opo Opo necklace and sleeping and all that jazz, get my TP ready. And I realized I got 16 minutes remaining before my two hours available. So I went in, I oh, beat no, Matt one for one with no mighty strikes. And it was literally because of a parry. I parried him at one point and won with the next swing. So I got the video on that. I, I was ecstatic. <laughs> So Sky Access uh, as well. I want to be able to thank, uh, I think it's Cap Capnik and Xenofire, both of them for assisting with one day just say, let's get you Sky Access so you can get some XP in there. So shout out to both those gentlemen. Yeah, I beat uh,
0: Captain, okay. Captain, K, as Captain, in Captain K as in Captain Kush.
2: Thank you, Captain Kush. OK, so I want to thank both of them for assisting with that, uh, the pot and everything like that, getting me through. Um, I also finally beat the Mammoths yesterday. So, and whenever I see the shouts, I join in on those. Went one for one. I was the only casualty, which, if the warrior dies, that's probably the best one to, to die, uh, other than a kiter, a tank, or a healer. So I was very happy to kind of eat dirt, but get the W. Um, the question, I want to apologize. Oh, I yeah, found the awesome. best D for the game. Okay. But it wasn't you, so I apologize. Okay. I... Um Fiddy. F-I-D-I. He was a Kraken Club a thief that mm. I partied with twice in Sky that is phenomenal. From the pulling to the TP, it was absolutely stupid how much he was just beating the shit out of those birds up there. And getting two to three weapon skills off before I'd get one with my great axe, Hasso, uh, Sub-Sam. Um, and want to give him a little bit of a just a shout out because I'll hop on tonight, night and be like, hey, yo, Let's make a party. And he'll build the party and let roll out because he knows how, like, down we are for it. Um, also want to shout out uh, Cal. Um, I actually absolutely, absolutely hate you for Gideous. Cal has been working on his bard, as we discussed recently. And he's been wanting the staff in Gideous. I spent four straight days <laughs> in Gideous, not logging out there, logging in there. I got a 16-minute timer on my scene deck Uh, to be able to time the ph killing we've killed him combined over 50 times we have not gotten the staff drop i literally made 400k just from mitts that dropped the zealot mitts or whatever and selling those on the auction now so cal i absolutely hate you um but i was very determined to be able to get that um and we're still still working on that one and last a little bit of uh kind of growth or news on there i want to give a shout out to winter solstice and hugan for fixing the clamming nodes that were broken the original you know, nodes are fixed I
1: saw the patch notes and I saw a clamming listed I was I, I was hoping you had gone out there and and figured it out or had something to say cuz I I didn't know
2: oh yeah they, they officially fixed the 17 second one in minute 22. So I need to go out there and redo it, uh, especially with a possible Sunbreeze Festival that might be coming with new gear that can help uh, clamming. I need to go out there and just kind of double check everything and make sure we're good to go before I get those notes. So yeah, I got a lot of information. It's been, like I said, four or five weeks since we've done one of these. So I hopefully next time we do one of these, I'll be 75. But we'll see what those party invites and Deckard Cain uh, have to say about it.
0: It sounds like you're about to be the bearded Clampion.
2: <laughs> I love you, LTL.
0: If that were a title.
2: <laughs> I, I do want that title, the Clampion. That,
1: that's phenomenal. <laughs> uh, LTL, I know you've been uh, a little busy with D4, but... Uh, I have,
0: I have. Um, um, any,
1: anything of note happened in Horizon the past like month, basically?
0: Yeah, the only thing that I haven't already mentioned um, since I haven't been playing a lot. Well, I did get to 60 on my Ranger. We're slow oh, going cool. there. I can finally use my Celine's bow. I'm excited about that. Is
1: that the um, rare but, EX one or is that the...
0: Yeah, it's the one from uh, White Coney and Black Coney in Uleg Brand. Um You trade the carrots to the uh, question marks when it's either new moon or full moon. And pops a rabbit has a chance to drop that bow. And the, the cool thing about the bow is it's uh, ranged attack and ranged accuracy are uh, affected by the moon phase. So um, you can have some interesting combinations on there. Otherwise, it's pretty cool. I um, haven't really gotten into a party to be able to use it yet, but hoping to do that soon. But the other cool thing um, that I actually did in the past couple of weeks, uh, and I know a bunch of other people have already done it, but is the um, Bahamut version two fight. Um the current, like, toughest fight in the game. Um, It's not supposed to be, but it kind of is. So you fight Bahamut, uh, much like version one. I know I spoke about version one and the bug that we ran into where I won for everybody. But um, much like version two, you go in and he's, he's like, right now he's bugged and, like, he's got super, super fast cast, So it's, like, it's really hard to do. Um, But the way it works is, like, you fight him, you get him down, and I think it's at 20%. You know those final those final fights in COP and uh, uh, like the base game have uh, so many gimmicks at different percentages. It's ridiculous. It's like get this boss down to this percent, it's gonna spawn this, and then you know like I was telling you guys about the uh, waking, waking the, the beast. beast fight with Carvuncle. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's very similar, but this is fucking scarier, right? So you're fighting Bahamut, he's already badass enough, and then every twenty percent he spawns one of the grand worms. So it's like. Boom, here's Jormungand. Like, beat him. It's like, boom, here's Tiamat. And then Oryu. And then fucking Vertra. It's like, it's crazy. Um, Obviously, they're not as difficult as their, like, real-world versions. But um, they'll still fuck you up pretty good. Uh, So we did that a couple times um, and won. And then nobody got any Bahamut staff. Like, the big draw to that is the Bahamut staff for the summoner. Uh, Also, it drops, it can drop um cashmere which is used Ooh. for the end game um bard, bard set yeah um but the bahamut staff is a summoner staff um that basically rolls all hq staves into one staff for the summoner as far as perpetuation is co- uh, is concerned uh, which is huge um wow. and since i don't have any hq staves i was really hoping to get me one of those um how many times do you guys it, do the fight Uh, Well, we only won once because it was bugged and we were having such a hard time Mm -hmm. with it. Um, But we didn't have a lot of time to, it was later in the day anyways, and we were only going to do a couple. Um, So we won once and it dropped the Dragon Staff, which is a level 40 summoner staff um, that reduces Avatar Perpetuation across the board by one. Which is nice at level 40 if you're doing level 40 content. Um, But, you know, obviously I'm not doing level 40 content. Um, but yeah, so that fight is crazy, and it was a lot of fun. I hope that they fix it soon if it is indeed broken. I mean, it felt broken, but what do I know? I never did that content in retail, um, but it was fun and it was exciting. Um, if you guys get to that point, I recommend you check it out. Oh, I was gonna say how you get there. Um, so you do an ENM, uh, certain ENMs like there's the ones in Yulegrand and I think Etowah Chasm, and you get a chance to get a cloud evoker. Right, And then if you get a Cloud Evoker, you trade that to a spot in Reverne, and you fight Oryu, uh, version 2. And he's kind of a pushover. We were able to kick his ass real real good. And uh, 100% of the time, Oryu drops a Monarch Orb. And then you take the Monarch Orb and trade that to another spot in Reverne, and you do the Bahamut fight. You uh, hmm. to potentially get that staff that way. So that's yeah, like the huh? that's like the last last fight in those expansions,
1: yeah, I was reading that fight the other day, um, and it's like the mega flare he uses at like twenty percent or something doesn't it do like thousands of damage mm
0: hmm <laughs> don't be near it, <laughs> yeah,
1: like you need to clear out like i don't I don't know you you probably sack a tank, I don't really know what
0: no, what, what you the can process mitigate is. it with with certain things I think I mean, I don't know that anybody was we had a few <sighs> no. At that 20% one, I think somebody's going to die. I think there's probably ways around it, but I'm not a wise enough man to know what they are. I'm just like, fight things, my demons. Uh, you know, I you suck on Carbuncle. And just <laughs> oh, okay. it, I hear that's effective. And, and make it go. Yeah, it's very effective. It's super effective, in fact. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. That's all the excitement I've had.
1: Fun stuff. How about you, Cal? I know um, you and DA have been camping uh, for your staff. I... I you you didn't actually get it right last i talked to you
3: no. no we're like oh for like 52 altogether it's been awful um i said screw it and went ahead and just leveled bard to 45 i got the af dagger because it's i mean almost as good
0: with all the fucking money you've been making on those fucking things <laughs> you could just buy the goddamn thing from the auction house
3: i could i had the money to buy it
0: DA I just buy- you know what I had the a should have just fucking got that money this house bought the fucking thing on an alt <laughs> that nobody knows about, and then just been like, "Oh, you won't believe what happened while you were asleep. Yeah, look, I woke up super early for you. It got you to drop. Yay, congratulations." It's a matter of
2: principle now, and I need uh-huh. that cash. Okay, okay? Right, fair enough,
0: fair
2: enough. <laughs> I'm always poor. I don't do anything but clamming, and we discuss those numbers. He says right.
3: he's mad at me, but I made him 400k, so I don't know what is his issue.
2: I made me 400k. <laughs> he made
3: But no, I did not ever get that. Um, Much like DA, I beat Matt. Um, That was fun. He decided to shield bash and cure four like crazy at the end. Um, But he died. I met Paladin to 71. I think I'm only 10k from 72. But also, much like DA, party invites have slowed down vastly. (laughs) So I've just kind of been taking a break in level on Bard. I think I'm at 45 on Bard
0: you two are at a perfect level to gang up and you know what? You only need four more people after that. <laughs> that's
3: perfect. what we Steve. have been doing like the, the thief he was talking about, Fiddy, we've been in parties together yeah. with Fiddy and a, a red mage named Hobo um, Perfect. Yeah, red mage thief
0: content. you guys are there. Like You can fill with whatever else you want. Yeah, that's a killer
1: sky group. Yeah
3: Yeah, and the red mage has a K-Club too what the yeah. Red Mage <laughs> and, the,
2: and the Thief, both Rock A-Clubs. So Cal's over there just first-voking. That's all he
0: does. <laughs> wow.
3: But uh, And funny. then I also have to say thanks to Captain K and Xeno because I went with DA to do the pot fight for Sky Access, and they helped me out too. Um, other than that, Diablo has absorbed a lot of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been playing it quite a bit, so
1: that's about all the new stuff I have. All right, we're going to be a Diablo 4 podcast. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> yeah, so, um, cool. The map fights, that's big stuff, you guys. Congratulations. Oh, um,
3: man, just didn't want to die.
2: And I gotta—I highlighted it, so I can throw it to you to be able to put in the description. Cool. So if anybody That'd wants to check out the map fight, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, shit,
1: 16 minutes on, the, on Mighty Strikes? so dude I mean, imagine going into warrior mat fight and not having mighty strikes <laughs> oh my gosh it's <laughs> like one of the best tools you could possibly have yeah uh, yeah so on on my end i i finally bit the bullet and did some Bastock missions so i'm rank eight now
0: very nice very you get nice. storage
1: slots or um wardrobe slots that i had just been like totally lacking and since i've been leveling uh I've kind of pivoted a little bit off on a summoner and I've been trying to do some dragoon on the side. Um, mainly because my gear, my, all my like best gear pretty much carries over. So it's kind of like a no brainer. So, um, but I'm not really finding that much time to level anyway. They're both still pretty low, but anyway, I needed the wardrobe slots. So, um, me and a buddy went and did some missions. Uh, we're going to finish it up at some point. Um, also uh speaking of endgame gear and dragoon i um i had been saving my uh neptunal abjuration hands to try to go for an hq um it's the uh, Hecatome mittens mm-hmm. and um i had like i had made my own neptunal uh the body from Kieran but it turns out the lS was actually providing the mats for players to make their abjuration gear and i didn't know that so they reimbursed me for that and gave me the mats to do my gloves. And I was like, all right, I'm going to use these and I'm going to try to get an HQ on my my gloves abjuration because I still had, um not I mean, the body's like a tier zero or whatever. So I wasn't really worried about it. I just made an NQ. But the the gloves are tier one and I had two attempts and I brought them to my buddy who just got level 100 Bonecraft like uh, maybe two weeks ago, tops, if that. And uh, second synth HQ gloves. So I have a pair of Hecaton mittens nice. plus one. yeah. They're huge. They're like five dex, eight strength. Nice. Um, good for both Dragoon and Thief. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm happy about that. But also, our Link Shell, uh, we'll talk about some H&M changes later on in the podcast. Our Link Shell got our first nidhog yesterday.
0: Ooh, Ooh. Nice.
1: Yeah. The uh, it was a really fun fight. I actually have it recorded. I'm not sure if I want to make a video or something because, you know, it was just, like, nice and tense, and um, and I got to play... I got to be the thief in the group for the entire fight. Um, so that felt good, too. You know, making skill chains, and my accuracy was, like, 60% when all was said and done, so I, I kind of improved my accuracy a tiny bit after that. But uh, we had one drop, one abjuration drop, and it was the Hecatomb Legs. Nice. Um... There were two people that lotted on it, me and another thief. They lotted like a two eighty two, and I'm like, okay, I have a pretty good chance. I lotted a like hundred and five. Ouch!
0: So God.
1: our first HQ king, <sighs> our first HQ abjuration, and uh, uh, hey, I'm I'm happy for the person who got it. Um, and I was happy to do the fight, and super cool to have our first HQ king. But I lost a lot, so. Um, yeah, again, H&M changes later, um, but that, that's something we're happy for because we've been in the game for a while now and we've gotten, you know, a good deal of the NQs of all the others, or of of Fafnir and and the others and whatnot, so, um, yeah, two thumbs up. Uh, other than that, Chocobo Digging is this close, fellow podcast hosts. to 60, I'm 57.7, I'm about two weeks away from the possibility of digging up elemental ores.
0: Nice. Nice.
1: Yeah. Hopefully get a little Bumps bit of payoff for that. Yeah, so well, that's I'll been stick to doing my it, yeah. weeks. <laughs> yeah, I've done a good deal of that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. So that's uh, what we've all been up to. Um, we're gonna jump in now to the relic changes. So a little bit of, um, uh, explanation as to what happened so basically the relics have been in the game in horizon since release but they weren't changed they were the original relics the way they they were and i i know of three relics that were made prior to this patch that happened it was the um annihilator gallarhorn and kikoku pretty much kikoku like two days before the patch dropped um uh, but, uh, we knew something was changed. We didn't know how or what. And then the devs kind of said, Hey, we're going to do a stream and we're going to, we're going to talk about the changes. And not only that, we're going to release the patch that actually updates all the relics. And, um, there was a, uh, a big live stream going over, um, all of those changes. And we're going to talk about them, um, here today and, uh, you know, kind of see, kind of get the vibe of what, what changes, uh, came and if, you know, if it made them better or, or whatnot." We'll share our opinions and some stuff from the community. Um, so, first off, there are a few that were not changed at all, and I have my notes here. That is the uh, Great Katana, Amano, the um, Annihilator, the um, Ranger Gun, the Bravura, the Warrior Great Axe, and Gallerhorn. Um, and basically, their reasoning was these are all very good in era, and and yeah, they're for individual reasons. Um, Bravura's super, like, crazy DT effect that you only get from that. Gjallarhorn is legendary. Um, Amano is just very strong. Actually, I do have something to say about the Amano. There was some talk in the, the Discord about um, Hagen's nerf here on the server. You guys remember Hagen back in the day? I just remember, like, Sam's with Hagen was just, like, a machine.
0: Yeah, it was mm-hmm. the one of their best damage-dealing weapons. They trashed it here on this server.
1: Yeah, so it was, like, best-in-slot for them all through, I think into wings even, so um, they didn't they didn't want such a relatively easy to obtain weapon to be just so good, and so yeah, yeah that they, they, uh, here.
0: they killed it.
1: Um, so now Amano should be best in slot for uh for samurai, which would make more sense. Um, and then there's only one more that got a slight tweak, uh, and that is the Apocalypse. They changed the mods from uh, the Weapon skill mod, from, I have it listed here, Strength plus Intelligence. It used to be Agility plus Intelligence. The The original Relics had an issue where some of their mods just didn't quite fit with the way you normally gear the character, and as we'll see, because we're each gonna take some of these Relics, some of the mods have been changed to more fit what that, what that job normally wants to stack with their stats. Um, a uh, Dark Knight is not stacking Agility for anything ever. Um, so yeah, those are the ones that are kind of unchanged. I feel I feel like I'm talking a lot, but we do have my favorite weapon first. Um that is the Mandoo. Hmm. Uh wait, let me let me just ask first off, you were you guys there for the live stream? Did you did you hop in and check that out when they were live streaming it? Yeah, I, was in, I, was.
2: I was in between uh Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and Spider Man End of the Spider-Verse. Um uh, literally in the hallway watching the live broadcast as it hit and loved it every bit of it so it was it was great to be it it, it was on mobile so i wasn't too happy but at the same time watching the changes they did and everything being strength now and <laughs> seeing yeah. the hype and channel of people like oh what'd you do to my weapon oh shit! oh that just does what and you know i mean it 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 looked like it was a welcome change um i really like relics being the end all be all but yeah it was mm-hmm. it was a pretty hyped live stream
1: yeah, I would say just generally that the relics seem like they fit their classes a lot more with, with the way Horizons approach them. Mm-hmm. I'm so really excited for this. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll just go into the uh, the Mandau first. So um, Mandau has had a very interesting change, and it's something that we're going to probably see more of going forward. Eric actually talked about this on our podcast, but he kind of, like, said it in a different way. He mentioned, like, Habersian being able to be, like, a warrior-specific version. Mm-hmm. But the Mandau is now an adaptive weapon. So what that means is that uh, depending upon which job is equipping it, because it is a Thief, Red Mage, um, Bard, Dagger, uh, it will have a different um, bonus effect for that job. Um, in addition to that, it got uh, the Poison Aftermath? No, Poison, the, the added effect is no longer Poison, it's now Gravity. And Gravity, of course, lowers Evasion, so it's a nice like Evasion down bonus um, on the Um, like on-hit effect, Um, but the adaptive uh, bonus on this is if you're a thief, you get plus four base damage, which Mandau is known for its DPS potential for thief in era. If you're a bard, you get minus 10% um, song cast time, so you cast your songs 10% faster, and red mage gets uh, end spell damage plus 10. Um, And that's that's basically the gist of it. so, um, I'm actually planning on making one. I know I, we had, uh, we had talked recently I forget, was it, we, we might've talked like outside of the podcast last time, but somebody mentioned like, Hey, we might not ever even own one of these relics. I do plan on making a mando. So just face value. I have, Oh, I actually, I remember I told you guys I have like 400 currencies right now, so I'm really far away, but, um, I do plan on making it.
2: I remember that discussion because Cal made that comment of who, is, who of us is actually going to own it? I was like, we're going to get you that Paladin shield yeah. and you're going to give me Alexandrite so I can make a interpreter. <laughs> so, I mean, that that's the agreement. I'm going to put all my efforts in behind trying to support Cal and get him that shield because once we get to it, it's going to be a fun discussion. Uh, I really like those changes too.
1: Yeah, I, I have one fear is that it'll make me want to level Bard um, because 10% song casting time is really good. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. But if you do that, then you gotta get G horn too, I mean.
1: That's sort of the issue too, right? Because <laughs> then <laughs> then I'm stuck on Bard for the rest of my life if that happened. Mm-hmm. Um I, but uh, I did have an interesting talk with um someone in my live chat about Battle Bard specifically. Like obviously I think Thief is gonna be really friggin' strong with it, right? Because right now our best weapon is X's knife, which is really good. Um, but Mandau is obviously mu- like it's much stronger than that. Um, uh, battle bard in era like you have to sing songs like every two minutes, so your opportunity to um like actually spend time DPSing is not gonna be that high. So I'm curious to see if anybody makes it work, but Bard is on that ne- Neptunal gear that I was talking about earlier, which has a super ton of strength and um, Mercy Stroke is based on strength. So, anyway, yeah. That 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 is my uh that is the weapon that I'm interested in. So I I got to talk about it. Uh, (laughs) uh, next up uh, is the Claustrum LTL why don't you take that one
0: yeah of course I'm going to take that one I mean I think everybody saw that coming uh, from a mile away Um, so you know and I'm going to shout out here to Eric real quickly you know a lot of you know say what you will about you know the server say what you will about the issues that they have or whatever you know uh, the changes that have been made to these relic weapons showed you know something that square enix seems to lack quite often when it came to final fantasy 11 um is the knowledge of the game itself um you know the people who came together to create these weapons and put the stats on here um obviously show that they know the game and understand um you know what each class needed and why you know and what changes they could make that would actually make these weapons desirable uh to more than just the people it was desirable to before you know you don't, in current retail, you don't only, you don't hear about anything other than the Aegis or the G Horn. You know what I mean. And like, um, if these changes had been had been implemented uh, on retail, I think that you know we would probably see a few more of them still being used in current retail. Um, so you know, bravo and thank you to the team uh, for putting these together. They're they're absolutely fantastic. So um, let's talk about the colostomy real quick. So the Colostrum, uh traditionally. Was a staff that black mages pretty much only used. Summoner could equip it, but there was really no use, no reason to use it um, for Gate of Tartarus or the uh, whatever else was on it for black mage. I, I totally forget. But with the current version, um, I'm not going to speak too much about the black mage stuff. But um, it uh, adds the new prismatic uh, with a new effect called prismatic, which grants um, magic affinity to all elements uh, plus three which is the HQ staff equivalent. So you can, as a black mage, you can basically put away your, you know, sell your HQ staves. If the black mage is the only reason you had them because the staff will do the exact same thing, but for all elements. Um, And then iridescence plus 15%, which is the weather bonus effect. Um, You know, if you're in an area that's having weather and you use that element of spell uh, with this effect, you will do more damage you would but the exciting things about this staff are the changes where they added actually you know put in stuff for summoner to make this something that's actually attractive to the summoner class because like i said before it never ever really was attractive to summoners but um oh, also for the black major sorry magic attack bonus plus 20 i forgot that that was on there that's actually so it's really good for black mage but for summoner um so this like added onto this now is pet attack plus twenty five, which is you know we don't have like I mean a lot of pieces with pet attack. In fact, I think there's one, it's like one relic. I think it's the relic gloves. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. um, wow. that's the only thing we have for pet attack. So plus twenty five. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to roll that into BP's uh, to blood packs or if it's just going to be like you know their white damage. Either way, it's still pretty awesome. But the sexy, real sexy part about this is um, the blood packed recast time two minus five. Um, Right now we're capped at at I think 45, 44 or 45 seconds um, for recast time on BP with the current gear that's available. Um, You can stack it all and the lowest you can get is a a 44 or 45 second recast timer. Down from a minute, which is significant, um, but it's, you know, it's still a long time. And uh, with this piece, uh, you can break that cap. Uh, finally, you can now go below the forty-five seconds, um, which is really cool. I don't know how much the five equals. Um, I don't know if it's. I don't know if that's one second. I don't it should know. be
1: five seconds.
0: Okay, well then that would be ridiculous because it yeah. would take you down to forty seconds, mm-hmm. um, which is a straight twenty seconds off your BP timer. Which means you could roll like four buffs constantly without any downtime which is sick um but yeah so that's those are some really exciting changes for the summoner um you know it's 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 exciting something i'll probably never see but uh can't wait to roll with the summoner who has it to see how more amazing than me they are (laughs) Uh don't look at the parse uh, yeah right so, uh, I think the, uh, Kikoku is next.
1: Kikoku. That one's me. So, uh, yeah, I wish I had an image pulled up here, but I just do have the notes on the changes that were made. Um, and there's really just two, but they're very important. So, um, met blade Metsu, the associated weapon skills, now a four hit weapon skill, which is like strong multi-hit weapon skills are really fun to build into. Um, you know, because, like, say you want a multi-attack proc, or, you know, say you want to stack more stats, like, it's really cool math to try to work out how to make that weapon skill stronger. Um, and, uh, but the really big thing, and the really the, the cool thing that people picked up on, um, like, and just love about it, is it adds, the aftermath has been changed to being a 20% Dakin buff. Um, Dakin is an ability that people wanted on Ninja. They're like, why is there no Dakin? Why is there no Dakin? Well, it's because it's incredibly strong. So, um, uh, the devs are waiting to put that out later, and actually Eric said in the live stream that he's going to be, um, this buff will stack with future Dakin when it's added to Ninja, whenever that comes. So, Dakin, whatever your percentage chance is, is on each attack round, you have a chance to throw a Shuriken for free from, and that's the Shuriken you have equipped, and it just gets thrown as an additional attack, and it doesn't consume the Shuriken. So, Twenty percent of the time is you're basically getting a free attack on your attack round, twenty percent of the time. And because shurikens are actually pretty high base damage, they're expensive to throw normally. But you would be wasting your time mid battle throwing them normally. I mean, maybe you're doing like ranged and you're throwing your shurikens, but it's just that's not really tenable. Um, But getting that free throw twenty percent of the time, I'm sure this weapon's nuts, and there is one on the server, uh, done by. do you guys know who this is? you guys know who made the 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 one kikoku that's on the server mm hmm his namesake is the job that can use it yeah, it's ninja like <laughs> the streamer ninja um that's cute yeah so <laughs> i'm sh- I'm sure they have a ball with it. I haven't seen any reports on how you know how much damage they're doing or, or anything like that but uh it's very strong and i I think compared to um in original, here we go, I'll pull this over here. Uh, originally, it was just kind of a meme weapon, so um, I'm just gonna look up the 75 version of the original uh, Kikoku, and it's um, attack plus 20, which I think is still kept, so I don't, I don't have the actual image showed um, pulled up here for the, the, the horizon changes, but the aftermath was like, so the aftermath originally, on retail was subtle blow plus, plus 10, which is just fine. It's okay. It's unexciting. It doesn't add anything to your job. But throwing an extra shuriken every uh, 20, 20% of the time is super cool. So I think they did a good job with this weapon. Uh, what's next on the list, fellas? Is it uh, and Annihilator. Annihilator, yeah. Which no changes were made, right? No yeah. changes were made. My bad, Gutler. Gutler, that would be me. Also, uh, there's actually not much for me to say on this one. Um, I'll just list what was changed. Uh, Onslaught is now a five-hit weapon skill, um, which is actually kind of cool for Beast. I don't think they so they have Decimation, um, and Decimation's mods are. It's definitely going to be a little bit of editing for this, you guys. No, leave it all in. Leave it all in. Decimation has a strength mod as well, but it's three hits. Okay, so now, uh, now Beast has a five-hit weapon skill to play around with um, with the same mod, so they can pretty much stack the weapon skill the same way. Uh, but the cool thing that they did add is um, Tandem Strike, where uh, when the Beastmaster and the Pet are attacking the same thing, both the Beastmaster and the Pet get increased accuracy and increased magic accuracy. And it's a little bit of an incentive to fight with your your pet in the same target. Um, as far as I can tell, the community's not super excited around this one. It's kind of cool flavor, but it's not. Even I actually know somebody in my link show who plays like Beastmaster Main, and they're actually saving money for a relic. They're they're like a, they've been a crafter since like early on in the server, and they're not planning on getting the gutler. They're playing like, they're playing a whole, level a whole new job just to buy a relic for them. So, um, yeah so uh i don't think
2: any of it was a downside though it just you're saying that you wish it had just a little bit more health i
1: think i think they did a good job designing it and i'm sure Gutler actually i'm sure the weapons school actually performs well but it's just not as um exciting as like the kikoku or some other weapons we're going to be talking about later or or the claustrum for example which is just like a a wet dream (laughs) So uh, what
2: dream that next one is the one yeah. I want to hear about?
1: All right, Aegis. Now we're going to
2: talk about a real relic
3: for a minute here. <laughs> yeah. So, everybody knows Aegis from retail, right? So, it's always had the negative 25% to magic damage taken, and shield bash was always augmented. But the shield bash augment in retail was, I think it was, I believe, 200 damage added to your shield bash, if I remember correctly. And that was pretty much it. Well, the new version, Shield Bash damage plus 500. That's nuts on its own, right? I mean, that's, you want know, to talk about one hell of a mini provoke, that's a hell of a mini provoke. If it's smack something for 600, it's going to know you're there. And okay. then the best part, Shield Bash grants 1000 TP on use. Which is awesome. That's because so now cool. as a paladin, I can self skill chain. <laughs> I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. that's uh that, that makes me want one very badly and then the new effect occasionally converts magic damage taken to mp has a five percent proc rate and restores 10 percent of the damage taken as mp which is a galka again makes me want that very much badly um other than that it, it's basically the same you know only those changes nothing no nothing to brag about
2: that's the first one where my jaw was like, oh. and I tried and broke it all down to my son, 12 year old sitting beside me waiting for the next movie to start. And I was like, let me tell you about this shield. And, and I got excited about it when I was watching the live stream. That's the first one that kind of hit me across the face.
3: Plus, well, I mean, it's a pretty aesthetically nice shield, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm all about the aesthetics, you know. Like...
2: And you're a gawker.
1: Yeah,
3: that way you can see everything. Yeah, that shield's pretty damn iconic.
2: Mhm. All
1: awesome. right. So next up. Next up the Ragnarok. Yeah.
2: Ragnarok um it it did change from its uh modifiers, which we talked about everything gaining strength and this is no different because it's now strength in mind instead of charisma in mind, and I don't know many jobs that would actually be stacking charisma too much uh that could use a Ragnarok in the first place. So I'm really liking that strength one especially for those jobs. Um the critical or chance of critical hit varies with tp that's there the aftermath critical hit damage 10% now the 10 percent is actually a uh believe that's not an Wait, that's the aftermath. So it is a double increase from the actual retail. Retail was 5% critical hit rate. This is now 10%. So that's right off the bat, enjoyable on there. And that actually, again, 1,000 TP, 20 seconds, 2,000 TP, 40 seconds, and 3,000 is 60 seconds, a full minute of 10% crit hit damage. Um, So that, that doubles it up. And if I remember correctly, that is the equivalent to a 85 Ragnarok on retail. Um, So you'd have to level it up twice from the 75 to the, I think the 80 and then the 85 to get that 10% on the aftermath. So they did bump that up. I like the base damage also going to 93. It does push it above its original 86, but before the 99, which is what the 80 version is on retail. Um, So I do like that, but it does have a little bit of a slower delay with the 466 instead of the uh, 431. So it's a little bit slower um but it does hit harder and I think the biggest part of that is number one the strength being added in and number two the double of the critical hit damage so those two are both phenomenal changes on there I haven't seen too many people talking about the Ragnarok a lot of other people are going leaning towards still Apoc, et et etc on there but the Ragnarok did get I think a little bit of a buff of its previous model
1: you know what's crazy to me about that critical hit damage is um, on Thief, when I do like a like a naked sneak attack or trick attack, um, I'll do between 280 and 400 damage, um, you know, like, you know, every minute. But I've seen two-handed warriors just crit for 300, just on their crits. Yeah. So like 10% damage to that is just an extra 30 damage, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's not even counting like the like um hidden effect of uh like triple damage, I think that one is. 13% I'm... of the time.
2: If you caught that, I Two, did
1: not. 2.5. So well the relics, I think they all have all the weapons have a hidden effect. Um the the, the Ragnarok does 2.5 damage on the 2.5 X damage on the first swing of an attack round 7% of the time. 7%. Yeah.
0: Uh, so they didn't
1: talk about that hidden effect I assume they didn't remove them because that wouldn't make sense but uh, but yeah so this that weapon's gonna do a lot of damage dude and I think the increased delay is uh, an X hit reason so I think you could only get like a six hit build with Ragnarok prior to that delay and now it's down to 5 Um, not 100% sure on that somebody who does math leave it in the comments below
0: yeah
2: because I do not (laughs) (laughs) But it looked pretty cool. Um, I do like that double up on the crit hit damage. That looks fun, especially for that full minute if you have three thousand TP going in.
1: All right, next up we have the Excalibur. So
3: it's my turn again, huh? So with the Excalibur, I actually think this is kind of cool because it's much like your your uh, excitement for the uh, uh, additional effects they change for job specific, right? The adaptive, so for, yeah. Yeah, the adaptive effects, that's the word I was looking for. Um, So, on Paladin, damage proportional to the amount of HP, 25% of that, right? So, as a Galka with a shit ton of HP. That is, that is freaking nice. For Red Mage, additional effect damage proportional to the amount of MP, 35%. So, if you are a taru Red Mage, (laughs) and you just want to hit something with a sword,
0: Is it like the number or is it the percentage that you have?
3: It is the, I believe it is the total sum because they phrased it as damage proportionate to HP, 25% of your total HP and damage proportional of current MP or current HP and current MP. I'm sorry. So it's however much you have at the time of using the weapon skill. Gotcha.
1: Or the, 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 the physical hit, not the weapon skill. Correct. Right, because I think that's the on hit effect. Yes.
3: Which is really nice. Yeah.
1: Um how much HP do you have as a Galka? Uh at 71 I have
2: fifteen hundred. I pictured Ataru using convert just a weapon skill with it, and then just getting punched <laughs> in the fucking
1: face. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta cap out the MP, convert BAM. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. there. The, the BG wiki doesn't say for the original Excalibur how often that that 25%... Wait, the deal's damage equal to 25% of the current health. It doesn't say how often that procs. Is that every hit? Mm-hmm. I assume Maybe. so, yeah. I don't know. I was never rich enough to have one. <laughs> so like Atari yeah. with full MP is just like... Plus 250 damage on a swing. <laughs> this, <laughs> right. Is this right? There's
0: no way it's every There's swing. There's no way that's every swing.
1: All right, <laughs> yeah, right?
3: That would be broken as hell. Maybe somebody from the dev team can elaborate that knows the math on that.
2: Wait, wait, nudge, nudge. nudge Comments nudge, below. Me...
3: Um, but I also have the next weapon, which is the gun gear. Um the overhaul on it is insane, right? So I main Dragoon on retail. Everybody knows that. Again, I was never rich enough to have a relic. Um, but the modifier being changed to strength plus dex from used to being having agility as a secondary modifier or primary modifier, I don't remember which one, um, is huge, right? Strength and dex are a Dragoon's bread and butter, right? So, that is amazing. I'm sure a lot of people are ecstatic just for that change, but then, and I'm not going to butcher the name of the weapon skill that goes with gun gear. Um, is now Ge- a two-hit skill. <laughs>
2: Probably pretty
3: close. Wait, say that again? Yes,
0: Gerskogul. Can
2: you say it like Decker Cain now?
0: Gerskogul. Gerskogul. <laughs> <Gearsko-gul.
3: laughs> <laughs> is, is now a
2: two-hit weapon skill
3: with mirrored FTP. I'm sure, does everybody know what FTP is? I assume
0: a file transfer protocol. <laughs>
3: not not that kind of FTP. Oh. <laughs> so it's a multiplier of your base damage from performing a weapon skill, right? So basically, when they mirror the FTP, whatever your initial hit is, it mirrors the same for your secondary hit for the weapon skill, right? <laughs> um. They also added aftermath of five percent of damage dealt heals heals your wyvern, which is pretty cool since they you know seventy five percent of your damage. Um, and then they added the additional effect weakens defense, which has been there, but they changed it to represent the same amount as Angon, which Angon is a 20%, right? It was yeah. 17 in retail. So 20% is pretty nice. I mean, it's a defense down of 20%. Overall, great. Um, Additional effect, offensive wyvern, breath steel, unaspected damage, which is also amazing. Because it's just damage. That is pure damage. So you don't have to worry about it using the wrong breath or whatever. Huh. So that's great. <clears throat> I did have a question, which you just brought up on another Relic Weapon quetch. Yeah, what's up? Is the hidden effect of the occasionally does 2.5 times more, 2.5 times normal damage. I don't remember if that's era for this era.
1: If that existed. It, it, it was because that was like Mandau's only draw back then. Gotcha. It was like, because Mandau, so they're all a little bit different. So like um the uh Ragnarok was like that 7% of the time. But like Mandau, 75, is triple damage 5% of the time. As opposed to Ragnarok, which is 2.5x damage 7% of the time. Um, and I
3: assume those are still existing on them. They should be, yeah. They, they weren't specified, but I assume that's still a thing. So if you put all yeah. of that together, that is one hell of a Dragoon weapon.
1: Yeah, you're defensing down the mob. You're doing extra damage on these swings. Mm-hmm. Um, your weapon skill is actually something that makes sense for your class. And your Wyvern's staying alive through your damage dealt.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and and dealing unaspected damage every time you weapon skill. Hmm. Yeah. That is That's a hell of a relic weapon.
1: Yes. Yeah, there, this this one's being talked about a lot in the community because it's actually genuinely a very good weapon for both raid-wide DPS. Like if you're in an alliance and you're fighting single targets, um, Angon itself is incredibly strong. something people are looking forward to, but now you won't like like by spending the you know 100 mil or whatever this costs to make, you kind of have a full uptime Angon, so to speak. But that's like the that's like the cost that you've decided to put your money and time into. Mm-hmm. so like it's it's really interesting from a player agency standpoint is like if that's what you choose to do that's the bonus you have you know if like a mythic comes out too that'll be like something you choose to make because that'll have some kind of effect whatever the effect that is so um yeah i mean the hang on effect is incredible
3: the dragoon's already strong as hell you give them one of those and it's going to be a fun time
1: so, uh, and people were talking about this also as a very good solo weapon um for keeping your Wyvern alive uh one, but also just like like being able to dish out damage and like weaken the mob like without buffs you know you're not you don't have mm-hmm. like um a bard with you or whatever to increase your attack mm-hmm. yeah, it's a freaking sweet one i i honestly if 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 I had to pick a winner that would be in the top for sure, top three,
3: yeah. I'm 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 actually I'm not even playing Dragoon on Horizon. I'm contemplating things.
1: <laughs> Uh-oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Another change? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> All right. Next up we have the Yoichi Bow. Who's on that one?
0: The Yoichi no Yumi. Um so this is pretty cool. Um there's some changes. Uh nothing game breaking, um, but pretty cool. So it adds the, um, it's, you know, it's, a, it's for Ranger and Samurai. Um, I guess Samurai for Nama Zero, I mean, I guess that's why it would be okay. I don't know why else the Samurai would use it other than the damage. Anyways, um, for Samurai, it's got a, a sweet spot from zero to uh, 7.5 YOMs, which means that, um, I forget what the actual bonus is for, the, for being in the sweet spot, uh, but there is a bonus for being in the sweet spot. And it changes the ranger sweet spot from 7.5 yalms to 20. Um, And it gives you an enmity minus 10 in addition to the other effects you get for the sweet spot, which is pretty cool. Uh, Ranger in uh, XP parties is the bane of many a tank. Um, Basically, if the ranger is pulling off uh, sidewinders and they can hit pretty reliably, um, chances are your tank's not going to have aggro on it for very long anyways. Um, that's why two ranger parties are great. You just stand a, a, like across from each other far enough away that you just play fucking ping pong with whatever you're fighting. It's just wider to sidewinder, and it keeps running back and forth. Um, the other cool thing that they added is um, enhances the uh, barrage effect. So um, currently, and I don't know what it is on Horizon, but it's probably Era. So if it is Era, um, at ranger level 75... Um, barrage can launch up to six shots and it's just a standard range shot. So you use barrage, you use ranged attack, and then it fires six arrows and you get TP back according to however many of them you hit. It can also crit on all of them. It does like kind of stupid damage, but it's like once every five minutes. So it's not like game breaking. Um, so at level 74, uh, you can upgrade your, uh, hunter's bracers, the AF bracers to a plus one which gives you, um, one additional arrow. So now you have seven mm-hmm. and then with this bow, um, it now adds one more. So you have eight, so barrage can hit eight. I mean, and it's just a once every five minute thing. It's one extra arrow. I can't tell you how many times I've missed with barrage, even having a sharp <laughs> shot up. Like it, it, not... it goes
2: until it misses the first shot and then doesn't do anything after. Right. So right. it's
0: It's whether you hit or miss. No, no, no. Well, well like, oh, oh, so like in in a, like if the first shot misses the, the rest whole of the right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So
2: this this is added to it, but you gotta get to that level eight.
0: Yeah, you gotta hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing game-breaking, definitely not in the top five changes to relics. Um way more excited about the claustrum. Um, not just because I'm a uh summoner, you know, at heart or whatever. Like I really love Ranger, uh, but I think that this one is definitely in the uh you know, file it in the, uh I'm glad to have the changes, but, you know, nothing that makes me go, oh, I need one of those.
2: Question, you said samurai wouldn't use this too much. during no, I, the life- I didn't.
0: I didn't oh. say that. No, no, I just meant that I don't know, like, why a samurai, if they were going to make a relic, would make this over the Amano. You know what I mean? Like, sure, yeah. you can equip it. That's cool. And it's a stat stick. I don't know what stats are on it, but, like, I'm sure it's a stat stick that's cool to have as a, as a samurai. And if you already had it, like you would, you know, if you wanted to use it for ranged attacks for whatever reason as your samurai, yeah, you could. Um, but it's definitely, you know, this is like a rich samurai or a, a samurai who's uh, main is a ranger that already made one.
2: I saw a lot of people during the live broadcast talking about, Oh, you just made sobro better than uh, the best in slot weapon in the game. Why'd you do that by adding this, in um because the soberel being able to build that TP quick enough for the sidewinders and such like that. So um that's why I was just wondering because the initial reaction to the community was like, You just made the relic weapon for samurai null and void with this archery edition. But I see where you're coming yeah. from on there, and I misread personally the sweet spot from zero to seven point five. I thought it was in that range. I don't, I don't play ranger at all. I thought you, as long as you were in zero to seven point five, then it's the yeah, sweet spot. That is it. That's what it is. That is okay. I thought it wasn't just seven point five. Okay,
0: it's between zero and seven point five yalms away. So ranger can face tank. I'm face, oh, sorry, samurai can face tank it. Uh, ranger, in order to be as effective, needs to be at least seven point five away from the mob.
1: Yeah, so I looked up distance correction as we were going over that, which is the sweet spot thing. And I'm sure older viewer, or, you know, older players of the game will remember when they added that distance correction because, like, rangers used to melee and then just fire slug shots right at the mob, and then it was a huge controversy when they patched it to to have the sweet spot, because what it essentially does is if you're not in the sweet spot for your weapon, you get a lower ranged accuracy and a lower ranged attack or a lower range damage on your on your hits. So um, Horizon's change to Yoichi is pretty interesting because now you can Soboro and then shoot arrows while you're next to the mob fighting it. Um, so I guess people who really like Soboro, this would be the reason they might want to make the uh, bow over the Amano. I can, yeah. I can see somebody who really loves that play style doing it.
0: Yeah, I didn't know about that perspective on it. Yeah, that's, that's interesting.
1: And then dual—it's dual as a ranger weapon too. So you just level your ranger up, and then you got a rug for two for two jobs. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Instead of playing a job that requires you to get two, kind of like a paladin or bard. Right.
1: All right. Awesome. So next weapon, uh, the Spari. Um So Sfari, they added the uh, pretty interesting change. Okay, I'll talk about the mods first. So they—oh, they didn't change the mods. Um, there's only two changes on this far. One is they up the base damage by one. As far was kind of a meme back in the day too. Um, it added like counter, so like your aftermath would be like you'd have more counter. So the the idea was it was like a tanking hand to hand. But I don't think it ever played out that way very well. Um, but they they changed the aftermath to kick attacks plus ten percent. So similarly to Dakin on Kikoku is uh, you get an extra attack in your attack round uh, 10% of the time. Um, Monk's already dishing out a lot of damage, like as it is with the current endgame variety. When you add a higher base damage weapon along with the aftermath effect that procs X% of the time for like um, extra damage, and then adding extra attack rounds. And Kick Attack's can also proc in weapon skills. Um, I think it needs to be the... Dragon Kick? I think it needs to be like foot-based weapons. Does anybody actually know on that one? No. Okay. Um, uh, somebody who knows, post in the comments down below. But um, anyway, extra attack rounds, period, for any melee. Ex- generates more TP, generates more damage. Um, I'm sure this weapon's very strong. Looks strong. Cool. And it's gold. And cool looking. <laughs> uh, last up, I think? Mjolnir. Mjolnir,
2: it is. And obviously, with everything else, they added strength. No, that that's a joke. They did not add strength to Mjolnir on this. Um, it looks like they added a few things, and this one was a surprise. They saved the, uh, what he called the best for last on this, the unique situation, because it does add something we haven't had in the game yet and probably wouldn't have anything else related to it later until later on. But let's start with the basics. Adds refresh effect wonderful added that on new also cure potency 15 percent. that is added as well that's phenomenal on there right off the bat for mule deer the base damage they increased it from 57 to 58 i'd love to know why the one does you guys have any idea why they increased it one
0: same reason that they did it for the monk like you're doing hexa strikes you're spamming hexes and like you know it's like a five hit whatever and Mm -hmm. uh it's a uh, you know they do a lot of damage. A battle white mage is no joke. Like they are, they will fuck shit up, and uh, it's I, that's why they didn't want to go too overboard. But yeah, fifty eight is decent for a club.
2: Um The after aftermath on here. The ran grith. I always call, I keep reading it, and I don't know why, it, but it's the dyslexia kicking in. Ran girth has been revised, and it's aftermath now is a Sphere with 5% haste, which right off the bat, previously, it was added 20 accuracy. I mean, if you're getting the TP'd or smacking it in the face, that's wonderful and all, but that doesn't help and really do much. Oh, yeah, you can smack in more with your club. This is a Aftermath of Sphere of haste plus 5%. Did anyone catch uh, if it was magical-based, or does it have... Go it's, ahead.
0: It's geomancy.
2: Oh, oh, so Sphere means yes. the geomancy. Oh,
1: that sounds absolutely f- wonderful. They did say what kind of haste it was, though. I, th- they, they sp- I think it's gear mm-hmm. haste. It is gear okay. haste. So yeah.
2: we'll have the cap on there. Yeah, uh, you're twenty 25. GST.
1: Yep. Uh, and most people aren't reaching that 25%. Even if That's I low. had best in slot on Thief, if I had a speed belt, I could reach 24 in error, I think. But um, I can get to 22. So it's dancer haste Samba. Yeah. Well, actually, that's ja (laughs) hazed.
2: Yeah, that is. But yeah, the being able Stay to provide outside. it to the party, to then just the, the 20, per, 20 accuracy on that. So the the bubble around it and the little... You saw the aura, if you go back and watch the video, kind of around it. As soon as you saw that aura, everyone in the chat was like,
1: oh my God, Geomancy!
2: And just getting, getting all excited. It does have also two-hit weapon skill mirrored with FTP, but I love that they added in a little Geomancy bubble. Uh, just to, It's almost like a, a little bit of a nugget for something that may be four or five years down the line when Geomancer at RuneFencer. But um I thought that was a cool addition. That's thinking outside of the the bubble. Not the box. Thinking outside the bubble to be able to add that on. Yes, Cal, I You're made it a down. Fucking
0: dork. Shut up. Is, it's me.
2: <laughs> Shut up. But no that that was I, I really thought that one was cool. I'm not even a white mage. I don't really care about being a white mage or anything of the sort. But when I saw that I was like, all right, that's that's that little aura around looked pretty cool. Um, so I thought that was a wonderful addition to it.
1: All right. Question for you guys. Would you put the melee white mage in the melee party or the tank party with that weapon?
0: Melee. Still tank party because of the 15% heals.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree with okay. LTL. Um, I'm leaning on the side of melee party. Give him that extra gear haste, you know, you know, <laughs> help out your, help out your fellow thieves out there you just want that 25 percent I do I want want cap so bad
2: yeah they should <laughs> get good and get the right gear I mean they, they get good. in the uh, they get in the
0: DPS party they get those DPS bard buffs oh yeah they fucking with the and then they start dropping those bubbles Jesus Christ they never stop It would be insane start whipping out like, random can't, can't wait for fucking blue mage put me in a fucking party with the white mage with my blue mage let's do it
2: always always blue mage
1: blue mage <sighs>
0: Yeah, I got a thing I, for Blue Mage,
2: baby. It's going to be fun.
1: All right. Well, um, we do want to touch on some of the patch notes that have happened in the past couple weeks because there's been a few key things that have come out. We're not going to go over everything um, in this podcast because there's a lot of under the hood stuff. There's a lot of various changes to some quests and missions and things. So um, we just have some things to touch on um da why don't you go first with uh the stuff you have to talk about and then we'll uh we'll finish up with the uh the other things
2: two of them that i want to be able to kind of specifically point out first off placeholder monsters for mini nms and the starter beastman strongholds Gideas, grotto and the uh, palboro uh, palboro mines have and 8-minute respawn timers. That's um, current retail, but it was 16 minutes for uh, Era uh, back in the day. So remember in Gideous, where I'm having to be out there for 4-5 or days straight, and we killed that NM 50 times? That was a 16-minute timer on PH. So everything would pop up, people would kill everything, but... The second time they popped up is when your pH would be there or the NM. They changed it from the uh, 16 minutes to now eight minutes, which it's good and all to be able to shorten the pH, but it really doesn't change the window of the NMs you're camping. Just more things to kill in the meantime doubles that timer. So, yeah, we're going to go out there and kill more pHs for the exact same amount of pops.
1: Looking for the same staff for the...
2: (laughs) Eventually, eventually, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other one is, and I'll read this straight up on, uh, the six, four, um, advertising the sale of mercenary services or murking in any public chat channel is not allowed on horizon XI Merking is, uh, is defined as the act of selling and then, uh, content clears selling dynamics, clears rare, exclusive items. Um, basically you can't shout, you can't advertise, you can't promote that you are merking. There's no problem in doing the merking, but you're not going to shout and advertise that in yells uh, or anything that is public, like pay me and I'll make you better and get you the shit you want. You could still pay people, just no advertising. And he had to come out and basically specifically talk about that. Is murking allowed at all or is it just public advertising of it. This is the advertising. So I want to make that clear um, for the uh, the marketing side, because again, you guys, Quetch, LTL, you guys are in that game. You're able to roll in those drops, even though you roll a 150 and lose your lot. You You... You, you are able to you are able to actually get those. Cal and myself, we're still trying to work on our first seventy-five. So that gear eventually, we may not join those uh NM or in game kind of things, the H and M's. We may actually hire somebody to get us the stuff, but we're not gonna you're not gonna advertise. We're gonna reach out to friends and find out the cost and be able to kind of work with that. But advertising is off the books, so do not do it. Those are my two.
1: I mean something a little less than say the high end HM drops, but even like something like black belt items, which is something that's commonly murked. you know, yeah. if somebody's just trying to level like monk and they or play monk to the highest capacity, but they can't be in the H, those high end HM kills. Um, you know, you spend like a mil per item or whatever and um but like even that's just an example of something that is kind of reasonable to merc simply because of the type of scarcity that those items have is they're just hard to come by. But when shells have them or have access to them, they don't need them after a certain point. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, whatever a person's stance is on murking, given whatever context that happens to be in, uh, there's no public.
0: Uh, you just say, that's what you just say. want to buy weird worm, worm beard. Yeah. You know, like you just, you can shout that, like you can ask mm-hmm. to buy whatever you want. Like yep. I saw somebody in shout or in yell today, like, want to buy Biako's Haedate. And obviously somebody would need to mark that for them. So I guess as long as somebody's not like, hey, do you want to spend money on this kill and get this item from us? Like, as long as that's not what's being said, I guess we're okay. I mean, it doesn't make a ton of sense, like, you know, to not have it both ways, right? It's like, mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm shouting for an item that we all know can only be bought by somebody who's, you know, technically marking it for me, um, then, you know, why, why is that? Okay. And, you know, somebody shouting, Hey, you know, one mil for, you know, whatever kill. Like, I don't, I mean, that, I just, I don't know. You're talking I about guess.
2: the seller reaching out, not the, I mean, the buyer reaching out, not the seller reaching out.
0: Right. But I mean, I wonder even if it was like, if you just wanted to say like, um, want to sell, a relic hats, from Dynamis Archibald, please send tell. Like, is that wrong? You're not advertising a Merc service, you're offering gear for sale. Like, Yeah, you know, that, if, if
1: like, that would fall
0: under Merking, Merc- I think. Okay. But just because
2: it doesn't have a price doesn't mean it's not working.
0: Well, right? no, but I mean, like, I, I mean, I, I'm just wondering it's if it's like about the wording, like, cause it seems pretty gray. Like, is yeah. it about the wording or is it about like, cause you know, like I said, if somebody shouts like, want to buy this rare EX item, that's, you know, in this, in <laughs> you're in the business for being marked for. But right, if somebody yeah. says, hey, I want to sell this item that can only be merked, like they're in the wrong. I see where you're from. It doesn't make a ton of sense.
1: So uh, the way I see it is when that person that wants to buy the Byakos Haidate mm-hmm. gets contacted and gets it marked to them, they are no longer filling the, the those chat channels with that message. Like, what happens when the server gets to a point where we constantly see messages of want to sell Sky items, want to sell Dynamis, we're going tonight to Zarkabard, you know, want to sell, um, you know, um, I, th- I'm sure there's other things that are just going to get layered on as the content releases. And it's like, before the server becomes one third of all shouts are Merc shouts for selling oh,
0: things. No. I think it's a great idea. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think the implementation of of no merc shouts is lovely. I don't want this server to be a sura. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> nobody nobody wants this place to be a sura. I I completely agree with it. Okay. I'm just saying that like I wonder like what the actual like reality of it is. Like, would if person A is the person asking to buy a rare ex item in shout, and person B is the person selling, to, you know, yelling to sell this item in shout or whatever, who if are both of them in the wrong, is just the person saying that they want to sell it in the wrong? Like, you know what I mean? Is are,
1: I think I, the seller has to personally tell the person. I don't think you can shout because DA, you have the text there, they mention yeah. ra- rare EX items, don't they?
2: I'll read it, I'll read it. Um, advertising, advertising the sell of marking services in any public channel is not allowed in Horizon. Merking is defined as the act of selling. Content clears, uh, rare EX items, and services to clear content for player, uh, for another player, in shouting the sell Shouting to sell a clear in a, uh, in a piece of content in exchange for gill or a portion of the drops in any other form of compensation. Note that this rule does not forbid players from using public channels to offer compensation to other players to help them with the in-game content, uh, e.g. offering 50k for help farming a coffer case. So it's literally talking about that you can offer to... Pay somebody 50k to help you get a coffer,
1: I think they just, but you can't sell,
2: like, go get it for me, and here's 50k. It does need more clarity, I think. Look at LTL, I see your smile, I see your smile on there because it me reading the whole thing made your point even more prevalent.
0: It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, I mean, I would love for so, I know Eric watches these, so hello, friend. Um, you know, maybe a little bit of clarification if possible. I'm not trying to be obtuse. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to be argumentative. Like I said, I agree with the implementation. I don't want this to be a surah ever. It's gross over there. I mean, I love it, but it's gross over there. Um, it's dirty in the right kind of way, right? I don't want that kind of dirty over here. <laughs> um, and I get it, and I appreciate that they're that they're taking the stand. I just like, I just wonder, like in my specific example, like I mean, I guess you kind of answered that in there. It's like Telling. the uh, yelling to sell a rare EX item, I guess, is like falls into that category. So I guess the question is answered. Where it's like, um, you know, if if I'm offering to sell a Biyakos Hayadate, for example, I'm wrong. But if somebody's saying, "Hey, I want to buy one," that's okay. Slide
2: into the DMs yes. and fulfill that agreement. But okay. if, I mean,
0: as long as that's the way it is, then that's okay. I mean, I get it. I, I don't, I mean, I think that. Uh,
1: well, one way yeah. is an advertisement, and the other way is not classified in the newspaper. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. That makes sense. Like, I'm sorry. I have to wrap my big, dumb, thick head around it. But, um, <laughs> you bold man. Cool. I that's haven't said it this one yet. bold man.
1: Uh, so, all
0: right.
1: Yeah, I I think the community definitely asked for a lot of clarification as that went on, and and there were devs and uh, community people in the in the Discord that whole day, mm-hmm. like, like clarifying this stuff. So, um, you know, it's it's people are people are asking.
0: Fair
1: enough. Um, so that's. That's those things. So the other thing uh, that I, I'd like to touch on, because I mentioned it earlier in the in the show, that our link shell got Nidhog uh, yesterday, and uh, with the new H and M claim system, LTL, have you been away from Diablo long enough to experience the new system?
0: <laughs> I was out there on like the first, second, and third day that it rolled out. Oh, that's right. Oh, you know that. We, we, like I saw you. Like, day, yeah, King raised you. At, I raised you at King Behemoth. Yeah, yeah, I got too close to a meteor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was out there for the first couple of days, um, but then you know, uh, Lilith got her dirty, dirty, dirty hands on me. So
1: yeah, I think we've had conversations on this podcast about the way the H H&M system was, where we have to canvas so many areas of so many zones, yeah. and it just and and then like the mob would pop somewhere that like nobody's even at. And you're like, all right, we didn't get claimed today, boys. I guess we didn't, you know, show up with enough people. Um,
0: Wrap it up boys.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, where did it even pop? I don't know. I'm going to go to the zone and look. Um, but now they've narrowed it down. So the, the, the H pop within a region of uh, their respective zones. Um, and, and then that's it. So, so it, it, prior it was like all of Kufim had like multiple spots where Behemoth could spawn. Now there, well, actually, it doesn't spawn in Kufim anymore as of this patch. Yeah, That's a bad example. That's a bad example. <laughs> uh, Rolandberry Fields, um, multiple places where Behemoth could spawn over the entire map. Now we know the exact spawn, the exact s- small area, small-ish area that uh, Behemoth is going to spawn in. If it spawns there. And also, there will not be a repeat spawn in the same zone from day to day, from one day to the next. Um, so, you know, a bunch of us were in um, uh, Zita, and uh, this was yesterday's nidhogg. A bunch of us were in Zita, a bunch of us were in Roma'iv, um, and uh, I, I forget if it was either Tree or Dia, I think it was Dragon's Air. And uh, it happened to spawn in Zita, but it spawned in a spot where people didn't happen to be sp- Standing and one of the thieves in our LS, actually the same person who got the the leg drop that rolled that mm-hmm. beat me in my roll was solo claimed Nidhog. Um, it just spawned in a spot people weren't standing. They turn around, the drop, provoked it. What's that? He earned the drop. That's that's that was the that was kind of how we took it when he got it. We're like, not only did you get the claim, but you got the drop. Like it's a big day for you. Um, mm-hmm. one of one in the in the freaking uh lottery system. And, um, that was that we went, we were at behemoth like, um, this, the same day or was it today? I, I forget. These things are all starting to blur. Cause I've been doing a lot of camping lately and like the thing pops, we weren't in that zone or we were, we didn't get, uh, we, we didn't see it. It got claimed by someone else. We go, all right, let's just go home. Like that was it. We get out to the few individual spots. We have a chance. Maybe we, maybe we don't get claim and then we leave. Like, it just feels a lot better from, uh, from my perspective as a smaller, h m shell in the server. Um, feeling like, you know, if we have 18 people on, we can get six people in each of the three zones, we have a chance.
0: And that gives you enough for, like, a holding party for any particular zone. Exactly. Because you definitely have to hold for a little while while the rest of your folks get there.
1: Wh- which was a component of the way it was prior, but now we got a holding party, and, you know, that's why they added the draw-in system, so you could have your, your group in that zone all drawn in. But, like it just didn't play out that, that way to, to where, um, you know, you just felt like felt like you could do it.
0: Mm. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the changes. Um, I think it's going to add to a lot more competition in fun ways. Um, that spot in Romev is scary. (laughs) Moongate. Yeah. Moongate baby. Um, that's scary, but, um, yeah, I think it's cool that they put stuff in different places. You can experience the fight in different ways. Um, and like, you know, to your point, which is, which is very important for a lot of these up and coming shells is that now, you know, you don't have to have, you know, 80 people online and camping actively. Mm-hmm. You can like be effective if it's only in three zones that it can be and on any given day. You know, you've got a better than average chance, even if, you know, other people have like 15, 20 people in the same spot. Like at least you've got a shot now because, you know, if it's going to spawn in that zone, it's going to spawn right there.
1: Yeah. I think, I think it gives the players a lot of agency. It gives link shells a lot of agency, but it's still not like easy content. The fights are still hard and you need to be oh, coordinated yeah. and you need to have the right players and those players need to have the right gear. So it, it's a, it's a, it's a nice, it's a nice blend. I think it did a really
0: good I agree. job. I agree.
1: Cool. So, uh, yeah. So those are the big changes we wanted to go over. Uh, the, the, Two re- very important things to the community, I think, the, the taking away of mercs shouting uh, and uh, those changes to the HM and m um, system. Uh, last up is our segment glitch fest where we like to take a lighthearted approach to the various glitches we experience here on Horizon with the understanding that it uh, the server is looking to improve. Um, the only thing I have to point out this week is uh, I've been voiding out a lot lately and people told me there's a fix in the uh, somewhere in the Discord um something about video cards having 8 gigabytes or something i don't know does, does anybody know what i'm referencing there
0: it's the same thing that they've been pushing since the server launched yeah but about i haven't something i about the vram or something something about
1: the vram i had never yeah. voided like i've been voiding lately so like i'll get warped and i'll be in port juno i'll see the home crystal i'll see the players but everything else is black
0: welcome mm-hmm. to my world that's exactly what i've been complaining that's about that's what you've the been past. like yes oh, maybe we yes. should
1: both try this patch or whatever out you know, it's been happening to me a
3: lot lately, and I did that patch when they first started talking about it, and it's still happening to me.
1: I think you might have to redo it, Cal. Maybe.
3: Maybe I can I... try it again, because, like, I was doing, uh... Oh, yeah, I forgot to add that to my list of stuff I did. We, we finished, uh, Promi right? And, uh, Secrarium. And both times, as soon as I got out of the cutscenes at the end of it, instantly. Black warp. Like, I could see everybody around me, but couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm.
0: And if you move around at all too much or like move your camera, sometimes it'll just hard crash the game.
1: Oh yeah. I, I rested once and it crashed the game. Okay. I like come down and I'm like poof, crashed.
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Not great. But yeah, that's, that's, that is what I've been talking about with the, uh, mine was Alliance touched. Like basically like I've explained it, like being in a, in a 18 man Alliance and warping back or zoning typically ended in me black screening that exact same way. But it's, you know, it sucks that it's happening to you, but I'm kind of glad that it's happening to more people because mm. then hopefully they'll be able to, like, have more reports on what's causing it and maybe actually be able to get a fix in. That'd be great.
1: Yeah, and if you're listening to this and that's happening to you, I would suggest going to the tech support channel on the Discord and maybe looking for that VRAM uh, thing and see if that helps you and let us know. Anything else for Relish Fest, guys, before we wrap it up today?
2: just the rumor of those two uh clamming points being finally fixed on there because of the addressment that we've been having you know because we're we are the only clamming voice for final fantasy that's ever been um but
3: don't loop me in with you
2: So uh, just those being fixed. Um, right now, I have confirmation from two people that they have been. I haven't personally done it, but uh, Winter Solstice and Hugan went out there and tested it out because he said he watched the podcast and he was like, hey, I'm interested in clamming and finding out more about this. And he goes out there, and now I actually have a screenshot of him dead on the beach because he got aggro as a level 30. So that's
0: that was a little
2: joy in my life, when you die while clamming. I don't know if that's ever happened <laughs> in Final Fantasy before.
0: So. He you got clam jammed. <laughs> but no, um, jammed. I
2: look forward to that. I'm going to go out there and test around, especially when those new body pieces come out.
1: Cool.
0: Um, the only other thing that could possibly be added to Glitchfest this week, since it's been a couple of weeks since we talked, is and Eric, I, I love you, and I'm not going to I'm not going to go full in on you. I hope you know that this comes from a place of love. But since it happened, it should be uh- spoken about. It should at least be mentioned. You know, don't get upset. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, I love you. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, however long ago it was, um, there was an incident at King Arthur. Um day one, um, King Arthur spawned. There was some fuckery, whatever happened. Um, it was dragged back to the outpost. Um, certain unnamed um superstar of a human being. Um managed to start killing it at the OP. The the superstar group of superstars killed the crab and none of the ads spawned. They killed it, they got drops, they got to keep them, whatever. Um and uh then the next day, um no crab spawned, or in the middle of the crab spawning. I don't remember the whole story. I'm not gonna I don't want to talk out of turn, but basically there was some fuckery at Ka and Somebody like it was fought and was killed without any of the spawns on the second day. And the decision was made to remove the drops manually from the people who got the drops. It was to decloth, I think. So, not even really that big of a deal. The drops were, you know, to be removed manually. Well, instead of removing the decloth from one of the offending persons, well, offending, he didn't do anything wrong, um, inventory. That person themselves was deleted. Um, it's you know, it's it's meme worthy. It's 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 funny now because it's all done and said. You know, said and done and over with. Um, but the person got deleted. I'm not going to mention any names. If you were there, if you know the people, you know who they are. Hashtag um, freestand the man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hashtag freestand the man. Um. Anyway, so he got his character deleted. Um. And to everyone's credit, um. You know, and this is the 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 bottom bun of the shit sandwich because I I still love you, Eric. Um, to everyone's credit, uh, Stan was fully restored. Um, I think he had to go back. Uh, he got rolled back two weeks from the point where he got deleted, um, but then had to had a conversation with GMs and explained where he was and what content he had completed and things he had done in those two weeks, and they refunded him everything. So That's great. He was, he was taken care of, you know, no harm, no foul, um, but just kind of one of those funny things, you know, only happens on a private server. Um, you know, it was handled with, you know, there was there was some some memeing, there was some angry people, there was some some hurt feelings or whatever, but you know, at the end of the day, it's a game and it was handled and um LOL, basically. L O L. So yeah, that's uh that's the story of the uh the issue at KA. Quite a glitch.
1: Yeah. The glitchy mob and
0: Yeah.
1: Other stuff. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a whole stuff. saga. If you're curious about reading further, uh, you could just kind of scroll the horizon chat from, uh, just search for King Arthur or something. I'm sure you can dig up all the dirt.
2: I don't know why, but I picture as they're scrolling through to be able to select a D-Claw to delete, it says this motherfucker, and they accidentally hit that one and deleted the whole <laughs> character. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, okay, so one last point. Um, for those of you who made it this far in the podcast, you should know we are planning for episode 10 in order for it to be a live show on Twitch, on our Twitch channel. We actually have for the podcast Level Sync Podcast. It's just straight up Level Sync Podcast. Is the twitch.tv slash Level Sync Podcast. We will be talking about this more in the next two episodes, of course. And then as well as in the Discord posting uh, information. But uh, it will be live with the four of us on Twitch. Some fun uh, community interaction. uh, Some games maybe some trivia we haven't ironed out the exact details of everything yet um but it's in the works and uh there'll be more information to come so i just want to give people a heads up on this episode keep an eye out for that and uh come join us come hang out and have a good time but uh yeah that's gonna do it for today's podcast everybody this uh this is uh this is how do we how do we end this how do we <laughs> have we figured out an ending yet <laughs> All right. Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah. Guess I'll uh, I'll see you guys in uh, Dragon's Airy. Take care, everybody. Adiós.